Are you tired of losing your edges and your boo by the end of cuffing season because X-Bay had you sleeping on their dry cotton pillowcase at their house? Not no dry cotton pillowcase. Girl. Make sure your edges are intact by spring, even though this relationship might not be. Losatam is a premium brand of satin line African print headbands, yes. head wraps, and turbans for us. For us. Make sure your nighttime hair routine looks slick and keeps your edges protected. Girl, because listen, <laughs> we ain't got no time to be losing no edges going into 2018. You need your full strength. In 2018. The satin lining is blessed because it not only protects against <laughs> F-boy induced stress, but also moisture loss and helps prevent breakage caused by normal headbands, head wraps, and cheap 253 <laughs> count pillowcases. And every product is handmade in Ghana by Women Entrepreneurs Jesus. Listeners can save 15% on their purchase by using the code provided by your ladies, BJMT. Go to Lozatam, L-O-Z-A-T-A-M dot com to check out their entire collection of satin line hair accessories. Go to Lozatam dot com and use promo code BJMT to save 15%. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz the King of the South. And you are about to listen to the Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what do you do? Ow. <laughs> Think we ever fucked when I was sober. When I was sober. Time on my hands. You the last nigga I tell to come over. They ass should have told you. He curious and wanna know how I got so bad. How I feel, all the words out my mouth so bad. If I got to talking to you, I'll make you sad. I leave them when they get controlling, cause they not my dad. You not Blood, my dad, bitch. Don't get to tweaking. You was just another nigga I was fucking on. I was fucking with you cause you didn't fuck it wrong. Didn't I tell you that this shit was going on? I'ma go crazy on every song. You ain't believe me and that shit was strong. But I don't really give a fuck cause bitch I proved you wrong. Nigga, you need me. <laughs> nigga, you need me. Nigga, you need me. Waiting weeks to do this. Do this one. Test, test, test. Okay. All right. All right. We back in this motherfucker. Shout out to the plug. Shout out to the plug. Engineer extraordinaire Morgan at Dispatches Podcast on Twitter. We are still at an undisclosed location. You know, just hoping we don't get caught. But if we do, real ones, real ones, I, ain't, I don't know nothing. I don't know where I'm at. I don't I'm know. At. Goddamn, goddamn shit. It still sound good. So. It sound good than a motherfucker. Yes. I'm excited. We sound great. Also, don't be talking about our sound when we switch back over to our regular mic, you selfish motherfuckers. <laughs> 
we just decided to give y'all a special treat. Show y'all we learned something from working. All right. That's okay. it. That's it. Don't get used to it. Well, get used to it. Yes. Speak that over our lives. You know. But also. Y'all, we still recording out of Black Joy Headquarters. But <laughs> most times. Now, y'all need to start tweeting title more often. I seen some of the real ones, trill ones in the Black Joy Jubilee already started that. Rock Nation. You know, start tweeting, you know, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Uh, Girl, how, I, I love it. How's your cuffing season going? Um, You know... Uh, we've had a couple false starts, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but I have not been as invested in my cuffing season as I should be. Mm-hmm. I'm more so like trying to make sure my Netflix queue is lit, <laughs> trying to make sure, you know, niggas got trips booked, you know, that yeah. kind of thing, mm-hmm. because I'm just unimpressed with a lot of the offerings that have been coming to my basket. You know... That's lots of lukewarm motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like I need like a fiery. I am sure this is what I'm getting into. Actually, I wrote that shit down the other night. I need just a consistent. I'm sure. Like yes, it's a lot of niggas. Like I'm sure, and then fade out. Mm. So I got a Black Joy service announcement. (laughs) A BJSA. A BJSA. (laughs) Yes, God. Um, so for all of you who hear my voice and get a little moist, (laughs) you can't be having me drinking water and almost (laughs) spitting on this nice ass equipment in this motherfucking studio. Okay. Do not get the plug in trouble. In trouble. I will not get the plug in trouble. (laughs) Keep my water to myself. What is Jasmine about to say? Jasmine then perched up in this studio, about to read one of you niggas to filth. You know, I I got to. <laughs> why would I complain about my cuffing season and privacy when I got a whole ass podcast? That is facts. <laughs> I'm going to speak some shit over my life, too, when you're done. But go ahead. Yes. I say. Well, you can also be a part of the BJSA. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> So, for all of you who hear my voice and get a little moist, uh, I want you to know that you are under my spell. <laughs> Especially since the plug that gave us this ill studio connect. Yes, ma'am. I mean, I sound real great. Especially right here. Mm-hmm. You like that, don't you? Oh, yes. Yeah, I know you do. You mm. sound good. Now, now that you're <laughs> under my spell. You Welcome. Will, welcome. Welcome. And you'll be forced to, you know, uncharacteristically at me publicly. You know, letting it be known that you're looking for me in the middle of the day with a flashlight. I understand. It's all good. But the thing is, calling my name, adding me, you know, like you crying holy, I expect you to be prepared when I answer. Okay. Listen. I need you to have some They say you up. will not know the time nor the day, but get ready. Get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. All right, okay. And, and have you some follow-up and follow-through about you when I do answer, goddamn. You should have been dreaming about this part, too. <laughs> now, cuff One season. of you niggas been messed up. I know it. Go ahead. You ain't messed up yet, but you're about to miss your blessing. That's what I'm trying to let you know. Because I ain't one of these that's sitting around and waiting, wondering when and et cetera, you know? Amen. I, you know, I keep a line up, doggone. <laughs> and um, 
uh, cuffing season is here. And once we get post Howard Homecoming, we are securely mm-hmm. in the, the final round right now. Goddamn, you know it's cold. The, the leaves is a changing. Yeah, I want to stay in my house. We're doing a costume mode. contest in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> See what you really working with. You dig? <laughs> Scorpio season coming up too. Like we just we victim. <laughs> look, <laughs> the moon is about to get real sexy on your ass. Now. <laughs> Don't miss your blessing trying to be cool now. Nightfall coming earlier. Anyway, if you think this BJSA is about you, it is. <laughs> it's exactly for all the ones bold enough to claim. This announcement is theirs. Oh, yes. All right. All right. Okay. I only, I'm only going to tell you once. Mm-hmm. All right. As for me, um, <laughs> I second all that. And um, <laughs> and I would also like to say that I like Korean barbecue. <laughs> I like lasagna. I like not rolling my own J's. <laughs> and... Um, you know, art projects and shit. <laughs> like, a bitch is a creative, you know. Um, so, yeah, just make it known, you know, whatever, whatever's going on. Let's have fun. Yes, that's it. We were literally just talking about this. Like, cuffing season is your chance to be, like, hella intimate mm-hmm. and, like, to give your all. And then be like, we renegotiate in April. We renegotiate. And also, when you leave my house on... Sunday evening, Monday morning, you know? Yes, because I have a packed week. Yep. Um, And you got to, you know, you do have to pass the test. I do believe that there is the weekend test. mm. I got to try you out on Mondays and Tuesdays, my free days, my actual free days. Yes. Because Black Joy Mixtapes, takes Wednesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. And by the time Friday roll around, I'm tired. And I want to make sure the people I hang out with on Saturday... Those are your real ones. Those are like... Real ones, drill ones. You know they're going to be at the branch. You know, or, you know, this is also a good time to get some work done because the real ones, drill ones out at branch. Mm. So, you know, weekends are like really valuable time. But if you mess around past the Monday, Tuesday test, who knows? Yeah. I audition on Saturday mornings. Oh, yeah. After Friday nights. Yeah. When I, I am out. A good Saturday afternoon, you know, or so I can be out by like four so yep. I can get ready. So you can do another, maybe another test run. Yeah. <laughs> I like a midday situation. Anywho, Jasmine, cuffy season. It's getting a little chilly. It is. I like this little hat you got on. Thank you. Yeah, this little windbreaker and stuff. Mm. Looking good, girl. Thanks, sis. I'm I'm just, you know, out here thriving. This is my first week of freedom mm-hmm. of just doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. So I'm leaning in. I'm having a, I'm having a great time. Yeah, not a blemish on their face. Looking mm. stress-free. Highlights looking I, good. I, I um, soaked myself in a... Um, Aloe vera oh, plant, yeah, that I got from the Latino market, my local Latino market. Mm-hmm. Um, Them so home yeah. remedies that we gonna need once they get rid of this Obamacare. Hello, huh? yeah. I'm gonna be perfected by then. I should. Lots of healing situations. <laughs> so, all right. So the part that we hate the most. So, 
Special report. White people have no self-control. Goddamn, goddamn. Goddamn. Where are we starting this week? Shit. All right. Nine last week, as some of y'all like to call this person Trump, announced he would not continue making the payments which are required under the health care law and help low-income people for copay deductibles. Um, Renner Center don't play that shit. 18 states and Washington, D.C. signed onto the motion for a temporary restraining order <laughs> filed Tuesday in federal court in California against the Trump administration to continue making Obamacare subsidy payments to insurers. Girl, so pretty much <laughs> they can't pass or get rid of Obamacare. So I guess y'all president out here just trying to executive. He's like, I'm not it paying away. it no more. I'm not doing it. Well, guess what, Trump? Like, you're going to have to take this health care L. And I know you really want this, like, eugenics policy to pass where you, like, strip us of our access to food and shit. And then we don't have a place to go to take care of ailments or the cancers that are developing in our body. But the American people said we will at least take this one thing. So you're going to have to fall back, bruh. Yeah, eugenics is pretty much what's happening. Yeah, this is nuts. You can't just stop payment. According to The Hill, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, I'm just trying to get through this. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about black women. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) According to The Hill, Attorney Jeff Sessions on Wednesday (laughs) said he could not make a, quote, blanket commitment to not put journalists in jail. I cannot confirm nor deny that I'm about to be locking up journalists. During testimony in what? front of <laughs> what can't do it. What can't. I ain't got it. Uh, Jasmine said we podcast. We don't know. I'm that. not a journalist. I'm a I podcaster. This is just audio, bitch. I don't know her. I am a influencer and a motherfucking podcaster. Let's be clear, okay? <laughs> because let me tell you, all these bougie journalists be out here trying to tell us how podcasters ain't this, podcasters ain't that. Well, you know, since y'all, y'all got it, ag. Acting up, y'all got it. Y'all the real ones, real ones. I'm just a fake That's, ass podcast. Yep, I'm just a fake ass bitch with a Twitter handle. News and politics podcast. Podcast. Not news and politics journalism. No. Nope. Them two different fields. Them definitely different. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Since we can't be one of y'all. <laughs> During testimony in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. <laughs> As we record in a fucking, anyway. Look at you. Cave. I said cave. Black Joy headquarters. What's good? During testimony in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Senator Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> How you pronounce it? Wow. White people got some names. Got some names on them. <laughs> Y'all talking about some watermelon Drea. Right. I, I can read that. Well, right. <laughs> Phonetic than a motherfucker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Senator Klumbuker, uh, she a Democrat out of Minnesota, asked Sessions if he could pledge to not, quote, place reporters in jail for doing their jobs, a question that Klumbuker noted stem from concerns over Trump's recent comments that network licenses should be challenged after being unhappy with the story 
published by NBC News. Sessions said, quote, well, I don't know that I can make a blanket commitment to that effect, but I will say this. We have not taken any aggressive actions against the media at this point. At, at this venture, at this stop in the road, we have only allowed a journalist to be punched in the face by um, a person running for state government um, whose glasses will now be in the museum. We have suspended Jamil Hill off air for two weeks for saying the realest shit ever. We have... There are journalists who are waiting to be sentenced. They're facing about 70 to 80 years from inauguration, but, you know, nothing has gone on at this point. Y'all, this whole idea of using code words like a blanket commitment, it is not a blanket commitment to protect journalists actually the first it's like amendment. the fabric of our constitution it was the first thing they fucking wrote down well i'm so glad you said that again amber you're really doing great at these segues thank you white people continue to change <laughs> the laws to fit their hateful ideas and temperaments mm-hmm. alabama's republican senate candidate roy moore said wednesday that nfl players and other athletes who take a knee during the national anthem in protest are violating a federal law which is a lie Y'all are making shit up. In an interview with Time magazine, Moore said, well, you know, this is culture shift. Moore said that NFL players are violating a section of federal law that establishes, quote, the Star Spangled Banner as the national anthem and details proper respectful conduct during its performance. Quote, it's the law. You know that, Moore said. It was an act of Congress that every man stand and put their hand <laughs> over their heart. That's the law. If they didn't have it in there, it would just be tradition. But this is law. If we disobey this, what else are we going to disobey? They might start looking us in the eye, <laughs> sassing us, and saying we have no self-control on those uh, podcasts. <laughs> Not crossing the street when me and my good white woman is walking down it. Not saying yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, and no, sir. What's next? What's next? So, of course, me and Amber are, you know, riffing a bit. But he did say, if we disobey this, what else are we going to disobey? So, y'all... They are now going on to shift policies during the first phase through culture in Time Magazine. Yeah. Normalizing this idea that, you know, y'all were the ones talking about we were under a fascist state. And so who knows when this law will go from explaining the procedures, which this quote-unquote law that he's referring to, does not talk about taking any legal action if you do not stand for the anthem. It's just talking about protocols for the anthem or the procedures for the anthem. Now, are you required to stand, put your hand over the heart during any such uh, activity, you know, whatever? I think they call it the anthem. That's what we're talking about. Right. No. We live in a democracy. Mm-hmm. You have the right to protest. You have the right to freedom of speech. My father, when I was a child, literally would sit during the national anthem and then yell reparations now when it concluded with his fist (laughs) in the air. It was embarrassing at the time, but (laughs) that was the makings of the King of the South, as y'all know it. (laughs) Man, that's that's lit. Yes, 
Papa Walker shit. <laughs> Reparations <Reparations> now. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm going to sit down now. <laughs> so let's also use this reasoning about how white people continue to move this fucking finish line, y'all. Really? Literally during Obama's entire fucking presidency, during any Democratic presidency, we talk about smaller government. This is beyond big government. This is using the tactics of being in the wombs of people who decide to have children or not have children. This is literally encroaching on your bodily autonomy. Yep. And this is why when we were talking about Colin Kaepernick's um, protest of the anthem uh, as black men continue to be off message on their own protest, they were saying he's not protesting the actual Star Spangled Banner. And my thing is, he probably should. He should be. Because at this point, they are politicizing that this anthem, this um, image or outward uh, display of patriotism to not participate in it as you're a traitor to your country. But more importantly, you're going to use this as an excuse to lock people up, which is what he's implying by saying that these people are breaking the law. Yeah. One thing that's being lost is, like, it's protesting the anthem in relation to police brutality. So what we know about the fraternal order of the police are very much entrenched in all aspects of our entertainment. Like, we saw, like, the boycott Beyonce, for instance, when Beyonce you know, drown the cop car in um, the formation video. Right. They started whining about how they would not, you know... Protect her at her concerts. At her concerts. So this is really rooted in that injustice, and mm-hmm. we cannot lose that in talking about the anthem. Yes, we can talk about that, and we're being very specific. There is a long history of violence, as well as a history of enslavement in this country. Yeah. That continuously <laughs> continues to harm our communities, harm ourselves, mm-hmm. encroach on our, our bodily autonomy. And we aren't standing for it because black lives matter, right? So, like, um, when these folks are changing laws in real time or changing public records to, to, you know, move, because they're changing all types of policies to, to benefit their agenda. We've yeah. seen it in the political theater and I seen it at our house. Mm-hmm. Just changing, just making, you know, well. Snap judgments, bringing in new Robert's rules of order to move things through. It's tough. It's intentional, me- but it's happening very quickly. It's is happening what I mean. very quickly. And it's happening quicker than our media cares to explain to us. And it's happening quicker than somehow the Democrats can get organized to even fight the shit back. Well, I think what it is, too, though, too many people are busy laughing at them, calling them idiots. So, like, while uh, I, you know, made my accent a little thicker to to mock this person, the thing about it is I'm not interested in, in deciding who's smart and who's dumb. Mm-mm. I know there's a lot of dumb... There has been historically dumb motherfuckers who have been Ronald in Reagan. places of power for a very long time in this country, for centuries, mm-hmm. for generations. And then I ain't stopped nothing. So, I mean, I'm not really interested in that conversation. I'm mm-hmm. interested in how do we shift policy? How do we shift culture in real time? 
like this is the beginning or this is potentially dangerous because this is beginning the normalization of this idea that it is against the law. Yeah. Whether it's a fact or not, it could be a fact within the next 50 years. So look a lot. Yeah. And this is why we keep stacking these things on board, because even four years ago when these protests started with the movement for black lives, you know, even. Black people who believe their life matters um, were like, well, why y'all got to be in the street? Why do you all have to do this? Why does it have to look like that? And this is what we mean by we need to protect all forms of protest because literally the people on the other side who do not want us to speak up, who do not want us to have access to our full rights as um, people on this planet, but even as American citizens, um, they don't have a line. They literally want all of us to be quiet, whether we're sitting down and turning the other cheek at a sit-in or standing in the middle of the street declaring that um, this indictment is um, unjust. All I want is for people, when, when black people introduce these tactics, when black folks start to say things that make us feel uncomfortable, that we throw our support behind getting to understand what they mean and then protecting what they're able to say because... When we don't do that work, it just allows it to keep piling up on us to the point where now you have this person in power who's trying to say this is illegal. Like, that's wild. So basically never back down from your talking points, no matter what. No matter who's doing them. Say exactly what you want to happen. What do you actually want to dismantle? It's legitimate. Over and over again. Over and over again. Because what we also are seeing in real time with Puerto Rico is American citizenship is not protection for us. No. <laughs> Especially under a eugenicist administration. Because mm-hmm. they've been trying Puerto Rico for quite some time. Yeah, not only do they want, um, have they, uh, I was watching a video today and this woman whose name escapes me, but she said they've been extracting from Puerto Rico a long time and now they want to extract the people themselves from the island. And even before that, before they were then. abstracting uh, from the people. Like a lot of our, the foundation of gynecology was um, through sterilization of people in Puerto Rico. That's the global South. It was happening to black women in the South. It was mm-hmm. happening to indigenous women. It's still happening to Latinx women. Um, and people in prison. In California. Recently. Like, recent. And, but we also know that there have been a, there's been reparations in North Carolina for sterilization. So we know they are capable a better. A better and mm-hmm. making it right, especially if we make enough of a stink. And yeah, so incarceration just look alive when we're talking about criminalizing both journalists as well as people who decide to protest. They are literally trying to criminalize, and we keep telling y'all there is now a culture of trying to criminalize people who speak up and against this administration. Black identity extremist. Anyway, um, moving right along. To the Democratic Party, still not caring about black people. (laughs) In Virginia. Y'all, when are we going to break up with the DNC, the DCCC, all of them? When are we going to break up? Well, I read it here. I think this is the last straw (laughs) child. So in Virginia, the Virginia State Democratic Party agreed to snatch African-American Lieutenant Governor candidate Justin Fairfax off of a campaign flyer, and to feature only the white statewide candidates. Then the party turned around and blamed Fairfax for his own removal. This is according to The Root. This proves, once again, that no matter how supportive black people are of the Democratic Party, 
They don't care about us. They do not care. So Justin Fairfax is the African-American, the black Democratic nominee for lieutenant governor. He has been leading his opponent in the polls, but they decided to snatch him. One, because the, the Virginia Democratic Party doesn't have plans for black voters and wants to remain friends with their rich white conservative colleagues. They are trying to keep the support of the LIUNA, which is the Laborers International Union of North America, who desperately is advocating for two new natural gas pipelines Mm. built in Virginia that will, quote, create jobs across the state while most likely endangering the water supply and environment around it. So the Democratic Party in Virginia is also selling land and votes for oil. Yes, the Democratic Party. Their whole entire Bush fucking talking points. Yep. Okay, great. Something that, like, their savior, Bernie Sanders, would staunchly be against, right? Yeah. But, you know, if the Democratic Party is willing to support nominees who are anti-abortion, wouldn't it make sense for them to want to get the money and support for people who are anti the environment? Yeah. I mean, the buck doesn't stop. Yeah. We said all white voters matter. (laughs) White lives matter to the DNC. You dig? So, apparently, Fairfax, the... This is the same state where white supremacists gathered with tiki torches. Yeah, Charlotte. And this is their plan for fighting back white supremacy politically. By keeping their white supremacist cousins in power and backing their and snatching their support from someone who has the potential to win because they're black and also pro-environment. So Fairfax is a staunch environmentalist has argued that the impacts of these two pipelines should be done before, like the environmental impacts should be done before pipelines in this magnitude are built. Mm-hmm. So he ain't even saying for real we shouldn't build them. We should we should study the facts first, which is basically saying we shouldn't build them. Right, because the facts <laughs> will come, the whole facts will come back. Girl, this is bad. That's the only thing. Stop snatching shit from the earth. Especially if you have so DNC, no. like, <laughs> how are y'all different then from Trump's approach to the EPA? If this is the type of shit y'all doing, Girl, wow, they want to keep their corporate money. Um, in an age of draining the swamp, this is according to this is a line from the root. Apparently, in this age of draining the swamp, and Democrats trying to reclaim their collective souls from corporate money, taking a principled stand on the environment doesn't sit well with the LIUNA. Hmm. Damn. So y'all really going to let them keep snatching y'all to the right? Yeah. Y'all just going to keep showing us that y'all actually the right, just dressed in blue. Yep. Got it. Yeah, with very few things of difference, which is a perfect segue out of white people have no self-control. And a great segue out of this political party. Yes. So it sounds like To the left, to the left. Yes. Who's starting our Black Joy Pack? I saw one of y'all say y'all wanted to help us start a Black Joy Pack. When are we going to do that, y'all? Yeah, that that's that would be love. That I would be that. lit. Yeah. I would run. You should. Yeah. yeah. I plan on going for president when I turn 35. Word. That would be my first try at this shit. I'm going to do a straight white man style. I believe it. Um, can we document it? I think we should. Absolutely, bitch. I, would, I want Mona Scott behind that shit. I would love to be on the campaign trail. If yes. I can get like a dominant silk situation going for Amber, <laughs> I know I, w- I would 
thriving. He's your president. He's she your, your, he's president. your president. She the shit. She the shit. Hey. <laughs> okay, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. We're going to get TT the artist in, develop a whole plan. It's going to be great. Careful. Yes. Uh, Cardi B. Just, can we just get them all like songs. a heal the world kind of film rap edition for yes. Amber's campaign? Yes. Yeah. Like a tour bus, like the trap house meets, you know, the 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 campaign trail meets, you know, family and, reunions. In fact, we should have two chains be involved. Have yes. The, As my first husband. <laughs> <laughs> Climb that nigga like a tree. He is married. Oh. Yeah. He was what does that mean in hip hop though? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fake. We are black joy, support black love. Or something. I, I don't or know. something. Whatever y'all calling it, goddamn. I don't look, know what marriage means in hip hop anymore. Because the videos stay the same. The you know not much no, updates. Nobody looks married. Nobody no. is presenting themselves. In, but at marriages, at weddings, apparently they show up with their wives and they like, all right, so you can speak now. You can speak. Say something, baby. Realm. This show we got to get back to the hell. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll get, get to Gucci in <laughs> in that situation. So, out of white people have no self control in launching into black futures, futures, with, futures with our black political party. Yes. The yep. Black Joy Pack. So the movement for Black Lives, y'all, has launched an electoral justice project. What a great name. This week, and it's for all black people, um, which was featured in The Daily Caller. So the movement for Black Lives, a group that encompasses black organizations such as Black Lives Matter, BYP 100, um, so on and so forth will launch the Electoral Justice Project, a two-step initiative to help black people gain more power in local communities. So the quote we have from the phenomenal Jessica Burr says, and in this political time, we also believe that it is our duty to answer two critical questions. Is it possible to bring the clarity and radical vision that many of us have brought to the protest lines to electoral justice and civic engagement? Can we interrupt a political system that has taken advantage of our voices and, and fallen short to transform our communities? And that quote came from Jessica Bird, who is an organizer and also lead at Three Point Strategies, and she said this during their Monday night conference call. So just to give you all some more background on this project that the Movement for Black Lives is launching, again, it's called the Electoral Justice Project, which will consist of two parts. First, um, they will be hiring black organizers called the Electoral Justice League. That sounds like a Ta-Nehisi Coates uh, comic. Either that or sound like the folks who are going to be fighting behind Black Panther in the movie. Yes. So again, they will be hiring black organizers, um, and they will be called the Electoral Justice League, to focus on local local strategies that champion certain issues facing black communities. Um, the second part of this initiative will entail of a national help desk to reach out and help black organizations with electoral strategies. So if y'all want to more, know more about this, get involved, figure out what's happening in your state, in your city, in your community, make sure you visit ejp.m4bl.org. Um, to get involved, or better yet, pull out your phones right now. You can text EJP to 91990. 
And, you know, also feel free to continue organizing black political parties. Do your research. The Mississippi Democratic Freedom Party was a thing. Um, There have been, I don't know, others that have existed. The Black Panther Party was also a political party. It's really important for us to reconnect to that history as well as uh, just so we can participate in this system differently rather than being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, being reactive to this system. Right, right. Um, we can continue to organize voters. We really can. But if we do not have candidates that are not saying that they are for the people, then I don't know what we're going to do. We got to know, y'all. If you running, if you want to run and you're embedded in somebody's community, run. Yeah. We don't have to only Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. They're great, but those are not the only leaders in black communities. And some of you all may look different. You may look queer. You may not own a business suit. You, too, should think about running. And I'm excited for programs like this to reach out to y'all and make that possible. Yep. Check out Shokwe Lumumba's uh, campaign in mm-hmm. Jackson, Mississippi. Just a great example of when I become mayor, you become mayor. You know, all great, all good. Let's awesome. do it. So more on Black Futures, Jasmine. I say. We have some updates in the NFL, baby. So Colin Kaepernick files grievances for collusion against the NFL owners, child. Yay. Colin is positioning himself right now to protect employees' rights to protest, which, in my opinion, might be the greatest labor fight since the 40-hour work week and collective bargaining, which is currently under attack by the GOP across the country as well. Yeah, this is this continues to be a labor issue as yeah. well as a issue, as we were talking about earlier, around the future of protest in this country. Yes. So in the filing, which demands an arbitration hearing on the matter, so I hope they'll air that because I certainly want to see that motherfucker go down. Shall do. The NFL and its owners have colluded to deprive Mr. Kaepernick of employment rights and retaliation to Mr. Kaepernick's leadership and advocacy for equality and social justice and his bringing awareness to particular institutions still undermining racial equality in the United States. Y'all better be using this heavy language. Yes. They are colluding. They are colluding against me. They are, because I mean, all them teams, nobody want to pick them up. And you got stats, baby. Like, Colin Kaepernick ain't been out here running that ball. Better than most of the quarterbacks currently playing, basically. Ashe, so (laughs) y'all, this is collusion. Collusion. (laughs) Yep, that sounds right Y'all got a little meeting together and y'all said, do not hire this talkity negro. But guess what? So they go on to say that the NFL, as well as all professional sports team, is to remain a meritocracy, honey. Then principled and peaceful protests, which the owners themselves made a great theater imitating weeks ago, mm-hmm. should not be punished and athletes should not be denied employment. Denied em- employment based on partisan political provocation by the executive branch of our government. Yes. Sounds like they are trying to protect you all as well. Yeah. Because if... Colin Kaepernick wins and, you know, you can't get a job because you have used the hashtag Black Lives Hello, Matter. Hello, y'all. This will be the case that they will reference. This will be the case that they will reference, y'all. This is why Jamil Hill being off air is such a big deal. What Colin Kaepernick is doing and this this step two, this escalation tactic that they are employing will make this a really big fucking deal yeah. for workers, 
For anybody who wants to hold a job and have a political opinion that is not steeped in white supremacy, this case will matter to you. And Jamil Hill's coverage of this case will matter to you. Yep, as well as the Black Joy mixtapes. Hello? Because these are the times that we're in. So, Like Morgan told us, audio is a primary source. Yep, and um, I think y'all be going to go see Marshall. Yeah. The Thurgood Marshall movie soon. I don't know if it's out or not. But essentially, we've always had to have court cases, huge monumental court cases like these, in order to make sure that we have the rights that we are entitled to. Mm-hmm. And it's because we aren't necessarily written into the Constitution, no. nor when we are talking about civil rights, it has not expanded to include, like, these kind of issues around kneeling as well as the internet, like what your political views that you express on the internet. So we need these protections, y'all. Right. And it's really important for for uh, us to continue to pay attention to how uh, Colin Kaepernick is moving against the NFL. Yeah, I'm excited. And fulfilling Jasmine and I's dream, Jasmine wants a collective uh, uh, a cooperative, a cooperative NFL team. I want a cooperative football league. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the players should just stop playing, stop fooling, put their money together, mm-hmm. and just go ahead and form their own league. Yes, and what I want is to remake Space Jam to the <laughs> NFL, where we get the cultural part of that in motion, where Colin Kaepernick and uh. Folks gather to form a new team and beat everybody's ass and win the Super Bowl ring as a cooperative. Uh, Worker owners. Worker owners. So this week we read via the shade room Mm -hmm. that Master P wants to partner with Colin Kaepernick in starting his own football league. Of course Master P does. Because Master P said, listen, we ain't got to work on this street no more, nigga. You ain't got to. Clean up houses no more. We got more money than all the people on Lake Charles. We got more money than all these niggas. If you offering me a million, how much am I really worth? I gotta be worth at least two. Look, as prideful as HBCUs are, I know they'll let y'all little league like play in all the HBU stadiums. Can you imagine this Remember the Titans ass movie about the creation of this league though, bitch? Like it could totally be a thing. I don't see why not. Become the owners. Yes, let's reverse this shit. We went from the Negro League to this. We can go backwards. But Master P basically says, I'll help him start his own league. And I think he should. I mean, he's a great football player, the rapper said. I think the NFL should have some competition, yep. says Master P. Because we should break up conglomerates. Hello? Master P also made it a point to say that without ownership of a team, there isn't much Kaepernick can do with the situation he he's in. Besides, sue the fuck out of them now. Yep. And we should own. Um, y'all are the talent. Why not own that talent? I'm with it. Y'all claimed y'all love Jay-Z's 444 legacy. He said he trying to put y'all on some game for what? What's the paywall on Nine title? ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Moving right into Black Women of God. <laughs> uh, we just spoke about uh, Beyonce's husband, uh, company title. She mm-hmm. went in there and just let her, us know that she's still first lady. Yes, she did. She looks she so good. She looks That so money good. roll with the rubber band around it. Bitch, this my purse. <laughs> I ain't open this motherfucker all day. I ain't got to. Somebody else is holding the money. What's a debit card? What's that? <laughs> When's the last time you've been to the bank, Ellen? 
Oh, it was it was it was a little recent. I only put in five thousand dollars. I only put well, in a little five thousand. Oprah. Also, we missed this last week. Amber Amber told me about the yes. Oprah. I missed it. Amber was telling me about it. Uh, when Oprah on the show, yes. and I got the privilege of watching it. And Oprah really did flex on on flex Ellen. the fuck. She started that whole conversation. Oprah started. went into that meeting knowing. Oh, I'm about to get my viral moment, bitch. <laughs> Ellen, when's the last time you've been to the bank, girl? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Turns out it was two million. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, two mil. <laughs> do 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 do. I'm Oprah. <laughs> I'm rich. You are a little bitch. I'm Oprah. I'm rich. Hey. It's like if a, if Oprah had a sitcom, it would just be like her flexing <laughs> on fucking rich people. Like coming in and being like, oh, this just branching and Oprah be like, bitch, how much your shoes cost? I made mine. <laughs> I'm Oprah. I'm rich. You are my little bitch. I'm Oprah. I'm rich. Next week on Oprah's Rich. Everything Oprah say starts with O. Like, right. Abundance. Oh, real. O's millions. Oh, my. <laughs> Overload. Oh shit, you can't afford this. Oh, to the penthouse we go. <laughs> Thank you, Oprah. Thank you. Thank you for showing us what a billion looks like, bitch. Well, it's better Ooh. than one billionaire and five billion, including us. Including us. <laughs> Shut out. So that. Is the intro to Black Women to God? That is <laughs> absolutely Beyonce and Oprah. <laughs> Who's gonna give us the budget to make these skits? <laughs> Please. Next, shout out to the only Black woman comic book store owner on the East Coast, Ariel Johnson, mm-hmm. who is featured in Bitch Media in the article. Ariel Johnson is taking the comic book world by storm. Also, I love Bitch Media. Can we give a shout out to them? Yeah, shout out to Yvette Dion at Bitch Media, uh, senior culture editor. Uh, I think I saw Fellow her Fellow luscious fat girl with a bow lip. Ain't she fine? She's so fine. Love her. Get into it. At Free Black Girl on Twitter. Yeah. So Yvette Dion wrote this phenomenal article called Ariel Johnson is taking the comic book world by storm in bitch media. And apparently Ariel Johnson is the owner of Philadelphia's Amalgam Comics and Coffeehouse Incorporated. Um, She achieved a lifelong dream of opening a comic book store. She's been a longtime fan of Storm. Yeah, She she just out here being just successful and wonderful and getting covers. Like, I think uh, Marvel, she's gotten her own Marvel cover. What? Yes. I love it. And has transformed this uh, comic book store slash coffee house into a safe space for her Philadelphia neighborhood, which I'm sure is being gentrified. <laughs> Follow your dreams, y'all. Follow them. So, Amber, uh, so we <laughs> we got our one-year anniversary, and apparently it's time for, you know, folks to be talking shit about Amber on the internet. You know, last year it was the, oh, the yeah. petty black feminist who just won't support Nate Parker. Just couldn't do it. This this year, she is a, a black woman who don't know what she's talking about, especially about eugenics. 
Because how could I know? How could a black woman ever know anything about eugenics? <laughs> As everybody on all sides of the aisle throws it at us, including Nick Cannon, who says, you know, <laughs> you're ruining your communities by having these abortions. Yeah, Omar Johnson eugenics, really can't stand a black woman. Right, and eugenics doesn't stop at fucking... A personal choice. It's a systematic approach to eliminating a whole ass group of people. So when we say our second leading cause of death is motherfucking intimate partner violence, y'all also can fit in that motherfucker. Honestly. And, you know, people in Puerto Rico are can't even use their water because of a cholera outbreak. Yes. Y'all know cholera is something that we can beat. Like motherfuckers is getting dehydrated and dying of diarrhea. Yeah. In 2017. That's some Darwinism shit. In the Western Hemisphere. Close by. Like, Like, y'all take fucking vacations to Puerto Rico. Considered American citizens. Hello? (laughs) Hello? That is eugenics. Yeah, I just said it so we can, um, so I could do um, outreach for our hate listeners. Really get this thing on and popping. Yeah, I just want everything but the death threats because I ain't got time for that. I don't also. And, you know, a bitch ain't got fucking security yet but you know no don't say that <laughs> oh i do bitch you don't know up, what we got done up if you want to <laughs> i heard you know and this is why we don't really talk about gun reform on here so shout out <laughs> to the homie malaya right. who let me know that 21 percent of gun owners own about 50 percent of the guns which i think is majority white people what and uh <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm. How y'all gonna pick all them up? Yeah, I. It sound like me and my friends need to get some. Okay, uh, so <laughs> Gucci Mane got married. Show did. They look like they were in a motherfucking diamond. Look, Gucci said, "Luxurious." I'm a murderer, but I do not promote violence. Okay, so thank you for that those... segue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't promote it. But I will. Don't test me. Come at that net. Anywho, it was beautiful. I literally watched through Jasmine's snaps and our friend, our dear friend Cecily, um, who just had the best burrs um, Burr. <laughs> for her replay of this wedding. This, I'm so thankful. Yeah. yeah. Atlanta really showed out. All white, everything. Black mm-hmm. people in white already just looks like a fairy tale. All white. No socks. Just Diamonds in the flow, crystals, whatever that was. She said she wanted to walk on diamonds, and that happened. There, there was draping of feathers and flowers and more crystals, but no black angels hanging from the ceiling. I'm glad she that's was able creepy. to do that without that shit. Yeah, that sounds exploitive. Tyler Perry, <laughs> show fucked up ass. <laughs> but it did look like Atlanta, just an extravaganza, like we knew it would be. Ten seventeen is a remarkable day for me, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't even know where to put my eye. It was so fucking luxurious, bitch. Like, do I want to look at the crystals? Do I want to look at the white flowers behind the curtain? Raindrops of crystals. Do I want to look at Keisha? Do I want to look at her waist-to-ass ratio that do, is covered in bedazzlements? Do I, I want to look at Trina? Do I want to look at Gucci's twist? Perfect, perfected twist out. Yes. Curls a mm-hmm. curled. Monica had that platinum blonde just looking Monica looked better I'm sure at this wedding than her own yeah, I know it I know she did Everybody so gone so over good. you 
Ooh. Man, yeah. they had to cut the cake with a sword. It was huge. Bitch. <laughs> when I saw that shit, you cut the cake with a motherfucking uh, sword? A motherfucking, uh, yeah. Man, mm-hmm. we can make... We can do whatever we want, black people. Yeah, it's our time. We can, it's our time, bro. Yep. Niggas, whole ass people who just got out of jail is like, listen, black love. Now, look, there's a lot of propaganda around black love happening right now. Let's do right this now. black joy PSA, bitch. The, another one. Now, look, y'all <laughs> keep talking about how Keisha was uh, really down and was locked yeah. down with them, blah, 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 That's blah. That's not where a the story starts details. nor ends. Is that he left her two million dollars? He left her two play, million dollars to play with. He came back. She had six million waiting on him. Now, if you, that can't happen, if you ain't leaving two million dollars, that can't happen unless <laughs> you are leaving two million. Can't nobody flip a McNugget. Can't nobody flip <laughs> zero. Can't nobody flip a tax uh, return. <laughs> maybe $500 maybe maybe but that sound that's too much work that sound like you gonna be put away by the time you come out <laughs> that don't that don't sound right just so y'all know you niggas who's looking at that like y'all need to be more ride or die or any of that shit also early investment you gotta come to the table you gotta actually know where the table is one mm-hmm you have to be able to wear some kind of... You have to have shoes on your feet. You got to have... <laughs> some of you niggas coming to the cl- table in slides and socks, you know? Like, you can't get no Keisha in no fucking slides and socks. Like, you need to invest. You you got to have... You got to diversify. You That's gotta not be your willing. dream. You know, also, Gucci had a lot of time to talk, to listen, <laughs> you know? Therapy. You know, so... They didn't just become best friends, you know. He had to learn something. He had to become a better person because Gucci was not the greatest when he left. No. You know, and we out here, we not for prison reform. In fact, we talking about, you know, prison abolition. Like, we yeah. out here talking about that, but Gucci definitely needed a retreat. He needed to go away for somewhere. He needed to be somewhere quiet. But I also second. think when you go into prison with that much money and those many hits, it's going to kind of be like a Pablo, like, I'm chilling situation. Yeah, you know. A little respite. You know Gucci had a cell phone in prison. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Please. This is alleged, but... Have y'all been to uh, prison IG? Been down there? <laughs> y'all always be talking about prison IG. It's I fascinating. Not, I do not want any parts. I yes, want, you do. No, I don't. They have curtains as background. <laughs> you mean blankets? It's grainy. <laughs> it's amazing. You know it's recorded on a flip phone. Yep. That I, came out of somebody's ass. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Get it how you a live. shitty booty ass uh, cell phone, you, IG post. You can't come out of prison. You can't come out of prison not knowing nothing that's going on. That's you got to stay connected somehow. You got to know what the top five is. You yeah. got to know. You got to be ready <laughs> to know the direction of which shirts and sweaters you want your uncle to pick you up. Probably Gucci is probably why I came in here with this uh, Black Joy service announcement. Yeah, a lot about you know my own Black love. Yes, and a love I want to call in. You know, hey, you know, love can be temporary. Uh huh. But extraordinary. You know. So Jasmine, let it be glorious. Yes. <laughs> so Jasmine, uh, going along those lines, uh, 
What's your hope for black futures this week? My now hope. Now that the weather is getting cold and the sun is setting a little bit earlier. And this know? is a great segue for what I'm about to say. Yeah. But my hope for black futures <laughs> this week is that we can experience love from one another as fully, as abundantly, as extravagantly as possible mm-hmm. without fear of trauma inflicted on us from the society, the environments we live in, um, without the government um, neglecting our people, whether it's us on the mainland or in places like Puerto Rico. And, you know, that kind of energy really does impact how we are able to love and relate to one another. So my hope for Black Futures is that we no longer have to live in a world where our love is compromised by so many hateful factors. Mm. So um, I was reading Jasmine, my my horoscope from this week, (laughs) (laughs) which personally dragged the fuck out of my ass. Um, And, you know, my... So, okay, which personally dragged the fuck out of my ass... And I've been thinking a lot. I think I'm in my Saturn's return, right? Is that what the, is that what's happening, or it's just possibly okay? Well, I've just been very um, interested in not doing the same things I've done before, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to how I negotiate what I need, how I negotiate my relationships, my friendships. I'm really excited about showing up more for my friends, um, and also like really interrogating just stuff. And last night I was writing in my journal and I started to name the things that were causing me harm Mm. because I do not do that. Mm -hmm. Like I do, there's something has been taught to me to talk about hurt or pain as a source of weakness when like you have to talk about the things that are hurting you in order to get relief from that. And I've been just getting these snippets, even when I don't ask for the pieces of wisdom, they'll come to me. Like I was tweeting about this, about Jasmine Burnett when we were with her. And Mm -hmm. she said, you know, healing isn't supposed to be easy. And I don't know why that seems like such a simple concept because we're taught like when you break a bone, it like grows back stronger. Like we see physical therapy and we see all these things, but we often don't apply like that physical recovery in that physical relearning of things um, to us emotionally as well. Yeah. That sometimes you got to go through a fucking physical, like a hard therapy or um, a restructuring of some things that are harming you. Mm -hmm. So my hope for Black Futures is that more strong-minded Black women, more people who who have a knack of like wanting to make it seem like it's all okay are also okay with naming the things that harm us and not be afraid to name the things that harm us. I think um, I was kind of triggered by the Me Too statuses, not because of the sharing of sexual assault, but so many statuses that were saying that they weren't going to name the person that caused them harm. And And I know that we all get to decide how we share and tell our stories, But to me, I couldn't help but feel this, like, heaviness around the fact that we can't even give people fair warning about what could be coming towards them. That still these kind of positions of power are guarding us from being able to open. We're cracking ourselves open, but not also cracking open the offenders of our safety and of our bodies to reconcile to provide healing, but most importantly, to take them off of this track of harm. Yeah. So my hope for Black Futures is really um, 
for more people to be able to name what's um, harming them and for us to be bold enough to build up the strength to not only name it, but restore that those those ills or remove people from our communities that are causing harm. Yep. And give more protection to those people who are bold enough to name those people. Right. Because they deserve to be protected rather than us continuing to implicitly protect these offenders by not naming them. And that's a wonderful hope for for Black Futures. And Beyonce made Lemonade. We know exactly who Lemonade was about. Right. Theoretically, right? It Mm -hmm. could be about Tina. It could be all the men in that family was actually on. They were on trial. Yeah, basically. And I really like what Jasmine Burnett and what you repeated about healing is a process. That's why Lemonade has all those chapters. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a process of feelings, feeling those feelings, giving legitimacy through those feelings by naming them. If you're angry, if you're bitter, that is legitimate. If you are sad, if you are traumatized, all of those are legitimate. Your happiness is not, and that's a part of what black joy is. Right. Black joy, while joy is in the title, it's about also affirming all the ranges of our emotions. But also finding healthy outlets for those. Right. And I think, um, and I'll segue into talking about this more as I like get into the thick of it, but I just like decided to do a bunch of transitions at once this mm-hmm. month and knew, knew I was going to do them since this summer. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I had to remind myself that like though that that heaviness or that exhaustion you feel is real. It might not have been you like lifting a box or physically moving something or just a job, but also it's like it's just a lot. Like you are allowed to like kind of take a nap and rest and do all these things from that. And it was a process of me feeling getting unstuck essentially. Right. So if y'all want to hear more about this, uh, Amber and I are recording a special episode um, on Saturday yes. with the guy Malaya Lynch. Yes, with the guy Malaya Lynch. With the guy Malaya Lynch. A.K.A. Starshine. The hood witch over there, Brown and Bruja. Yes. Yes, um, Brown and Bruja. And so pretty much we need you all to send in your questions. Y'all have been talking a lot about how you would like to hear me and Amber <laughs> stumble through our love and relationship advice. Listen. We decided to get, you know, a little help from a hood witch practitioner, a yes. magic practitioner. Hit the hashtag or feel free to DM us your questions. Yeah. About love and relationships, black love. Whatever. Whatever it is. Whatever Anything. y'all call it, yeah. Self-love. Mm-hmm. Community love. Masturbation. Yes. Um, body yep. positivity. Relationships. We all got it. Just give us questions. Yeah. Hit up the hashtag. Send us an email at theblackjoymixtape at gmail.com. Yep. Um, or just also make sure you follow the Black Joy Mixtape on Instagram and Twitter at blackjoymixtape. And Jasmine, where can they find you online? Y'all can find me at Jazz on Your Mind, J-A-Z-O-N-Y-A-M-I-N-E on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And y'all can find me as well as Shoot Your Cuffing Season Shots on Twitter, Instagram, and you can follow me on Facebook. And I'm just at Amber J. Phillips. Yes, and just remember that mention, just remember my name on all those platforms when you mention me. Um, <laughs> Insta Stories is a good place to reach me. Okay, Jasmine, tell them where to hit the collection plate, <laughs> please. 
<laughs> you like it. <laughs> y'all can tip us. <laughs> Pay us. PayPal.me backslash black joy. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, uh, the Petty Black Feminist Apparel link is live. Yes, it is. Y'all need to get y'all sweatshirts and hoodies for the fall and winter. Yes, you do. Cold world, announce yourselves. We also have some new apparel coming out soon. <laughs> so uh, our white listeners who have no self-control <laughs> can feel included. And y'all yeah. better buy it. Yeah. <laughs> That's our show. Be on the lookout. Jasmine, this is mm-hmm. great. Good job. Good job. We did awesome. We got another week in the studio. I don't know what's going to be like next week. Who knows, baby? Next show. Um, I'm going out of town for Vegas for a week. Well, we're still recording Malaya's episode on that's Saturday. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's why we have the special episode. And it's a one-year anniversary. Oh, birthday, bitch. Yeah. Birthday, bitch. Birthday, 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 bitch. Y'all should hit up the PayPal just off the way to that. Yeah, slap us a dollar. And shout out to Five. our engineer, Morgan Givens. <laughs> one time up? for the one time, niggas. <laughs> Dispatches. <laughs> Dispatches podcast. Say what's up to the people. Say hi, Morgan. Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> I hope y'all can hear him. All right. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the king of the South. And you just listened to the, the Black, Black Joy, Joy mixtape. Hey, what it do? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I never loved him as a whole, I loved his mouth and neck and dick But anyways, that's irrelevant, I'm moving on to bigger things like an elephant All my bitches riding high, but we elegant Look a nigga in his eyes like I'm heaven sent <laughs> I'm a prescription Every time I leave a nigga, they just go missing Say you like to have hoes, now your hoe missing I never gave half a fuck if a hoe dissing Send my best bitch on a hoe mission don't let me find out who that hoe kissing. Have some crazy niggas waiting in that hoe kitchen. And bitch, you gon' need me. Bitch,